Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Lurpa-duper, lurpa-loopa-loopa-dop, doopa-loopa-loop. Yes, watch, Judas, I... I can most certainly inform the people. Doopa, floopa, doopaloopa, doopa, floop, floopaloop, bop. Yes, they will be most pleased indeed. Lobbity bop. Poop. Oh, I, I agree, Your Grace, that playing Rolling in the Geek should satiate the, the masses. You are most wise, Your Grace. Hello, I'm Ken Brown, and as the Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, I welcome you to our table. Team, please introduce yourselves. Who do you? Um, hello, hello there. My name is Arcos Pissarro. I'm an Alacocra monk from the Sanctuary of Oak Aido. I am the Ringer of Alarm Bells and the Protector of Young Cassie, and I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw. Forge Cleric, infused with the power of a being of flame to become an instrument of justice for the people. Portrayed by Brad Konow. Thank you, gentlemen, and thank you for joining us. Welcome back to Riven, and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. It's Ken, your Game Master here. And on behalf of the Rick Geek family, we beseech thee, if we are pleasing to thine ear holes, please check out Rolling in the Geek on Patreon, and please rate or review us on Apple Podcasts or whichever listening platform you favor. It helps get more people at our table, and we can never have too many cooks in our kitchen. Now, back to three guys screaming at numbered shapes for not helping them enough. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The team watches as the other members of the crews got medals for their valiant service, and the ceremony is dismissed to a luncheon in the gardens of the Tinleaf Estate. They see all of their friends there in different conversations, but they decide to talk to Jorik, who gives them a whopping 1,500 gold pieces uh, for compensation from kobolds and slaying other things, and they talk to Phil for a little bit. Harkos gives him more gold for his family to make sure that they are well taken care of. After the luncheon disperses, they meet with Melia and Jorik, who tell them that they need to pick one of the B-team to take with them 
and the rest will stay in Iron's Edge to make sure that the mine is secure and keep the miner safe in case there are any kobolds or other creepy crawlies left. They leave the meeting to discuss their ideas, but make a pit stop to talk to Esma, Cassie, and Clem. Trevor proceeds to give his entire gold pouch to them to make sure that they don't ever have to <laughs> work again. my entire gold pouch, just the one Jorik gave me. They leave and start talking outside the barracks and have a nice bonding moment between them, where Trevor thanks Harkos for being there and being with him, and Harkos tells Trevor that it was nice to have somebody there to support him. No. No. And that is where we pick back up. Uh, so you are outside of the barracks. You've just had this nice conversation. Uh, so where do you want to go from here? All right, Trevor, enough of this mushy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get down to business. No, Harkos doesn't swear. Not yet. We haven't crossed that bridge. <laughs> we'll get there. Don't you worry, fans. <laughs> um, I don't know, Trevor. What? 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 What next? I would say we can continue walking around town if we want, and discuss the the situation. Okay. Okay. So we meander through town <laughs> absentmindedly, <laughs> I guess. Uh, the town seems very similar to how you've seen it before. Uh, there is kind of a feeling of uh, relief, definitely, that you can feel. That people are a little bit more... Uh, a little bit more easygoing that they the shadow of the mountain doesn't isn't having the same negative effect that right. it, it did before. It's been, you know, over six months of terror that they yeah. didn't know if something was going to come out of this thing and kill them or take them. And this is the this is the first time that they've they felt safe in a long time. Uh, so I think that that would be palpable in in the mood of the town. But you're you're doing a walk and talk. So, Akos, um, who do you think we should take with us? I, I, you know, obviously, I think Selena and Marcus would be the optimal choice. Which is why I I don't agree. I Selena and Marcus they they were in I almost said inconsequential. That is not <laughs> not the word I wanted. <laughs> they they were ex, extremely uh, invaluable. That's what I was trying to think of. They were invaluable um, in the. In the mines. Uh, I don't think we would have the same outcome we did had we not had them at our side, which is why I don't um, wish to uh, take them away from Iron's Edge. I, I, I know we might benefit from their aid, but I, it's, it's going to be hard to walk away from this town, Trevor, and uh, I think with Selena and Marcus still here it it might be a little bit easier 
That's a, that's a very, very good point. Uh, who do you think we should take then? Um, mm. Well, to be perfectly honest, um, I I think we should um, bring Sir Phil with us. Why, why Phil? Well, first and foremost, I, I, I promised him that whatever the world threw at us next, I, I wanted to make sure we included him in because he has been making great efforts to to better himself since the the first um, outing to the mine where I drunkenly invited him with us um, and, and he he didn't show and he he's uh, disclosed with me that he, he felt shameful for that and I, I told him not to do so and that he was as much a part of our B team as all the others and I'll, I'll be honest I, I bolstered his um his ego a little bit when I, I asked him to stay up here when we went down the second time not falsely but I definitely um, swayed him to stay here because I, I was I was worried just because we hadn't really seen him do much but I've heard from him and Jorik mentioned it as well and I I, I, I think he would be a solid addition to to our efforts we're about to put forth and on a lesser note um, I don't know what the lesser note is retract that I didn't I didn't say on a lesser <laughs> note I, my brain definitely thought it had something else and whatever it was disappeared so uh, I, I just I I personally think he makes the most sense. Not to... Not to fully disagree, but what skills does Phil have? I mean, we'll, we kind of need to think about what complements the the as as far as the as far as we we go i mean you and i do a lot of not safe things that could use assistance from someone who makes them safer well that that's the thing isn't it i, I mean we haven't really given phil that option to showcase himself and uh the last time we saw him fight, did he not uh, do the same things we did? Essentially, lots of very close. <laughs> well, to be rude, Trevor, but that was like the first day we got here, and he was. No one really knew that that fight was coming we I mean we were beset upon in the night whatever 
he did or didn't have, he was probably unprepared. I do not think that it is fair to base judge them off of just the one fight. I mean, uh, when I went up against uh, Selena and Marcus, they didn't use half the things we've seen them uh, dole out since we've known them now. When we sparred against them, it, it was completely different circumstances. This is this is true. I'm 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 not saying we shouldn't take Phil. I'm just saying that. Well, I, I, after after that, uh, perhaps we should make sure that he's he'll be the proper fit. I, Yes, I'm, I'm more than willing to uh, speak with him on this matter and engage his feelings on it. And I mean, if, if you want to get more information on what he is maybe capable of, I suppose we, we could uh, question him on that, too. I, I just... I don't think that Phil is the lowest link in our chain on the B-team. But I, I know what everyone else is capable of, and I, I know that if, if they're here as a group, that Iron's Edge is in solid hands. And if we bring Phil with us, whatever he may bring to the table, you and I can keep him in good hands, and for all we know, we will be in solid hands with him. Hmm. perhaps we see what uh, what else he can do yes uh, we could give him a tryout of sorts I suppose if if it, if you wish I'm sure he would not have any issues with that uh, I, th- I think that would be uh, a best. Right, well, you can tell him that. I have a good relationship with Phil. (laughs) I don't want to sully it by questioning his abilities. (laughs) Uh, We can can discuss it with him. Um, Either today or or tomorrow. We do, what we we have like two days-ish, right? Yeah, two two days-ish, yeah. Okay. I... Personally, would like to get things in order as soon as possible, so we are ready when the time comes. All right, today it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, should we go n- now? now? Do you want to do it now? <laughs> <laughs> now would be fine. It's like I said. I is. Better to be prepared and then relax than relax and do everything. All right. Let's go find him. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop. <laughs> uh, so you find Phil uh, that he is uh, he's uh, the the 
training area in the barracks is kind of closed down and he's helping get everything uh, sorted and put away. Um, are you? Doing <laughs> it? Just, there was a long <laughs> silence, so I was going to have him say, oh, hey, hey, uh, wasn't expecting to see you again today. Um, can we speak with you for a moment? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, I was just getting a couple things tidied up, so. Um, Hakos and I were discussing who should join us on this next thing we're about to partake in. And uh, Hakos thinks that, that you should join us. Uh, you you see a kind of shocked expression on his face. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, I, I kind of wondered if you if you were going to take anybody with you. I was honestly, I was expecting uh, anyone else. Uh, 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 I, I'm glad that I. <laughs> Honestly, I'm glad that you thought of me for for something like this this big. Now, don't take what I'm about to say to you the wrong way because I don't <laughs> I don't mean it uh, bad, what? but we we what? haven't really seen what you're capable of and I think no, we, we sh- tre- Trevor, Trevor and I agreed that we sparred off against Puffles, and we sparred off against Selena and Marcus, and we sparred off against Nundle and Leighton, and we never really took the time to test your medal, Phil. And so Trevor and I were talking and we would like to put you through our ringer, so to speak, and just kind of see what exactly you bring to the table before we um, set out of town. Just to keep all of the B-team uh, to the same standards that we've held everyone else to thus far. No, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, I, 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 it's a, it's a little intimidating, but okay. I, uh, yeah, uh, let me, uh, let me, let me grab my stuff really quick and I'll, I'll meet you out in the sparring yard, I guess. Uh, that would be uh, wonderful. Okay, give me just a just a hot second here. That's fine, Trevor. You fighting them, or are you gonna try and push it off on me? Uh, honestly, I don't. I don't care. Whichever. I I I want you to do. If, it. I don't. I don't want to fight him. <laughs> if if we're if we talk by in game perspective, Trevor definitely thinks you're a more capable fighter than he is. <laughs> well, I mean, I would ask you. I mean, I'm doing it out of game because we're we're 
uh killing a little bit of time here but i i mean harkos would ask you in game be like so who who do you want to to do this do you do you want to tackle this or sh- shall i well i would say you are the more capable fighter of the two of us but either is fine by me i God dang it. That would hmm. if if you wish for me to do it, I I'm more than happy. It's if if you think that going against me would be marginally more in line with a better challenge, then by all means I I don't want to Give you any reason to um to doubt Phil. And I don't mean that in a assy way. I, I'm not trying to be that sounds <laughs> that sounds very dickish, and I'm not, <laughs> not meaning it to. Well, but we could flip a coin and let fate decide. Sure. <laughs> that's that's fine too. So do you want me to flip an actual coin? Yes, and please. we'll decide it that way. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, uh, I, want, I want heads. All right, because I wanted tails. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. All right, flipping. It is heads. All right. It appears that uh, I will take this. So it does. Did you say Phil was getting stuff together? Yes, he is. He is getting his stuff together. So, so is Ken. Ken yes. is also getting <laughs> Phil's stuff together. Yes, I am. <laughs> Ken should already have Phil's stuff. I together. knew how I wanted to build him, but uh, I had not written down the specifics yet. So, you good? Okay. All right. Uh, so he comes back out in uh, a suit of chainmail with a shield and uh a uh, pretty wicked-looking morning star, which Uh-oh. is a spiked mace. Yes. It, just in case you you did not know off the top of your head what a morning star was, I uh, and he puts puts his helmet on and and I uh, he says uh, so which uh, which one of you am I am I fighting? It Whoa. seems. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> No, I I only joke, Phil. Uh, Trevor is. Oh, I was excited for this. <laughs> no, we're not trading him for the mountain, Trevor. It's not. It's not the same thing. <laughs> uh, uh, Trevor um, offered to take this lesson, I suppose. Okay. Uh, it, sorry, I'm getting I'm getting the last of my. My notes settled You're good. in here. Math is hard. Agreed. All right. Uh, well, let's go ahead and roll for initiative. Roll for initiative. I took your line. Neener, neener. Uh, Nick can change that. <laughs> yep, That's nice. a dirty That's- 20. Okay. Well, he got a grand total of three, so you know that bodes well. Dexterity is not his strong suit, so 
Not mine either. All right, you have first initiative. I'm going to heat metal as Morningstar. That's a dick move. That is a very dick move. Uh, is it a constitution saving throw? Is that right? It is not a save on your part at all. But, he, but he has to, to see if he can hold it, right? Yeah. Uh, if the creature is holding or wearing the object and takes damage from it, the creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can. Yeah. So you're, okay. you are correct. Only if he takes damage, though. Well, any creature with making physical contact with the object takes 2d8 fire damage when you cast the okay. spell. That's go what I think. Go ahead and roll the roll the damage up then, and I'll make his save. Thirteen. Whew. All right. And then, uh, his save is a eighteen. I have a 14, so he's still holding on to it. Okay. All right. Uh, so he holds on to it. Uh, it. You can see him wince for sure. Uh, so it, it says here, if the creature is holding or wearing the object and takes damage from it, the creature must succeed on a constitution savings throw or drop the object if it can. If it doesn't drop the object, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. Okay. Uh, all right. So I need two. Okay. I. Uh, so anything else? Uh, no, it's all I can do. Okay. And and I'm one hander and shield at the moment. Okay. By the way, because I didn't change it, and that's what's on my thing. Okay. I. Uh, so he comes running up at you, and he's gonna take a swing at you with this morning star. Uh, it's two fifteens. Uh, so that's a dirty twenty total. Yep. Okay. So eight. So that is ten damage total. Okay. Uh, and then he's going to use a bonus action and do second wind, which takes some of that off. Okay. Uh, and I believe that you need to make a concentration on... Do you need to concentrate on that? Yes. So you need a DC 10 concentration. That's a 17 on the die. Okay. So you succeed. All right. So... All right. Goes to your turn. All right, so first off, Kingsley, come on, and I'm gonna swing at him. You you hear him caw, but it it there's a tone to the caw that makes him sound like he feels dirty for doing this. <laughs> Let's see, that one is a that's a seventeen. That does not hit him. And that's also a 17, so I missed. Yep. As a bonus action, I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay. Which, again, Flaming Hammer. Uh, can it attack on its entry round? When you cast the spell, you can make a melee attack against the creature within five feet of the weapon. On hit, target takes force damage equal to 1d8, plus okay. your spell casting ability. 
I'm assuming it uses my spell cast. Oh yeah, there it is. It says it. Never mind. It has a 14 on the die, plus my wisdom, plus proficiency. So 14, 18. Where's my proficiency? That you already had with the 18, so. I still want to know what my proficiency is. <laughs> it should be two still, I think. So that'd be a dirty 20, then. Okay. Yeah, so. And you said that you, hit? Yes, that hits. All right. For nine points of damage. Okay. And that's all I got. Okay. Uh, so, did. Is the. Does he still have disadvantage? Like, does he take more damage from the, the heat metal? Uh, or do you have to use see. something to do that? Oh. I, I would have had to use my bonus action to cause it okay. so so it's there but I didn't use the damage okay so you're good alright so he'll take a swing without disadvantage uh, that's a 17 total I have an 18 okay and that's that all he can do alright Kingsley oh god call uh, that's a 19 that hits I'm going to roll just to see if I hit. I do not. All right. So my damage is 10 points of damage. Okay. He's looking pretty badly hurt. And we'll 2d8 fire damage him then. Okay. 14 points of damage. How much did you say? 14. Okay, he's down. So okay. you you light the, the his morning star up again, and it burns him, and he falls to his knees and drops it. And he says, I give, I give, I give. I'll I'll go over and, and cure wounds him. Okay. Uh go ahead and roll it just for just for giggles. Uh, that's max 12. Okay. So he's up to 12. I I'm saying he said that he should be unconscious, but I don't think that that's what you're really going for. So I'm I'm just saying that he he gives. And he, he says yeah, uncle. I got you. I got you. So I'll go over and hold out my hand to help him up. And when he takes my assuming he takes my hand, he does. <laughs> I, then I'll heal him as I help him up. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he. It, he takes your hand and you pull him up and he says, uh, well, uh, I don't think that that seemed like a really good showing of what I, what I could do. Well, um, I did not go easy. It, yeah, I feel that that's, uh, feel that that's obvious. Uh, that was nothing it, against you. I just, we, we needed to see. I'm sure there are far more formidable things out there than myself. I, I, I would agree with that. Hard for me to uh, argue. Why don't we uh, all rest up a bit and 
we'll we'll speak with you here soon. He he seems a little he he, he seems a little down. Yeah, but, me too. <laughs> uh yeah, that's that's fine. Uh I'll I guess I'll talk to you later then. So he he uh kind of just sets his the the morning star and his shield off to the side and takes his helmet off and hangs it up with the the rest of the armor and he heads back to his uh he he um, starts heading off towards the inn um F- phil hmm? if you don't mind can i can i ask you a question well yeah i guess what uh what what makes you want to do this? Well, the reason I came here was in was for the money. I uh, I uh, was going nowhere with what I was doing before, and I wasn't providing the kind of life that I wanted for my family. So this was this seemed like the perfect answer. So I've, I've got a wife and a kid and I know that this is dangerous, but if I'm okay with putting myself into harm's way to make sure that my family can stay safe. And do you, do you think it is, it would be better for you to be with them and maybe things aren't quite as good or them not have you at all because that's potentially something we're we're looking at he's you see he he he's kind of shaken by what you say because he's He's obviously thought about that, but he he's never really had it said out loud to him. Right. I mean, you know, in this in this context. So he he looks at you and he kind of looks over at Harkos and he says, "Well, I I knew that coming here wasn't going to be safe, and so I already resigned myself to that I would be in danger." Uh where I am now, my family is going to be very, very well taken care of. And I feel like it is irresponsible of me to not pay back the people who saw that come to pass. Um, Phil, let me tell you something. Uh, you see, my both of my parents were there for me growing up must be nice but (laughs) they they only cared about the betterment of our family they did not care about me per se and I would have taken one of you over a hundred of them you obviously 
Kea, and I would. I don't want to tell you no, but I don't want to be responsible if something bad happens to you. I I don't have anyone to answer to if anything happens to me. The, the closest thing I have to family right now is is tacos and. <laughs> Sometimes he gets agitated with me. (laughs) (laughs) Small understatement. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you didn't hide your firepowers from him, then you you could have started out coming with. You could have you could have started on a on a different foot there. Anyway, uh, all you you two obviously have a lot of big decisions. Uh, so I'll I'll leave you I'll leave you to them. Thank you for it, if nothing else, at least giving me a shot. <laughs> Phil, you deserve plenty. Trust me when I tell you that. Uh, so he he gives you a, like a respectful nod, and then he heads back towards the uh towards the inn. I'm turning and looking at Harkos with I would say not a happy face, like a a definite like saddened and the Perhaps we should go rest up ourselves. Yeah, I, I agree. Okay. Uh, so you two going back to the inn as well, or? Yeah. Arcos? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the two of you head back to the inn. Uh, there's a lot of people that are in here eating and drinking, uh, mostly drinking. <laughs> uh, you 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 spot Selena and Puffles sitting next to each other, uh, kind of laughing back and forth like they're they're swapping stories and and having fun with it. Uh, <clears> that you see uh, you see a couple of the people who you uh, like part of Jorik's team that survived are in there kind of swapping war stories with uh, the people that stayed behind. Uh, and uh, you see Gwork as you enter. She sees you and comes out from behind the counter. Oh, hi there. Uh, uh, w- welcome back. Uh, is there anything that I can get for you? There's plenty of plenty of drink to go around and I'd be more than happy to get some grub whipped up for you. Much appreciated, but... Yes, that would I, be I, very nice. I, I huh? think I'm just going to go to bed. Uh, Well, the offer stands, as always. I, I'd be more than happy to bring something up to the room. Uh. 
Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm for you. I'm just going to head upstairs to my oh, room. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Harkos, is anything that I can get for you? Some taquitos, please. Happily, my friend. Uh, so she she goes over and she messes around with the with the toaster oven. Uh, <laughs> the toastoverin. Uh, toastoverin. I uh, and throws some taquitos in, and about ten minutes later, gets them popped out. And uh, anything in particular to drink, or uh, maybe some ale, maybe tea. It uh, uh, depends on how hard on that scale you want to go. Um, ale would be fine, thank you. Okay. Uh, the good stuff or the bad stuff? I, I do. Do you want the rot guts or the uh, the the home brew? Oh God, I'd like the good stuff, please. <laughs> Oh, I, 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 honestly, I make both of them, so it's it's kind of unfair to to say <laughs> one is better than the other. But I will give you the one that will not destroy the lining of of your stomach. I'd uh, appreciate that. So, uh, so she grabs a, a tankard and and fills it up and sets the the plate down with the taquitos and uh, the ale. Uh, any anything else I can do for you while I'm here? No, that that's all right. Thank you. You are most welcome, my friend. Uh, anytime, anything. So she gets back to uh, that. She's bringing drinks out to people who uh, and uh, you know taking care of taking care of food and all that as as she walks away. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna eat, drink, and then when I finish, I'll 
go up to my room as well. Okay. Uh, you head up to your room. Uh, it's still a little early in the evening, like uh, after the luncheon and your walk and talk and the, and the you know, stuff with Phil and all that. We're, we're getting, you know, it's, it's well past dinner time, but it's not quite like, you know, a late night yet. So I, mm-hmm. uh, are you just wanting to go to bed or? Nope. Okay. Trevor's definitely just like, he's got his armor off. And he's probably just sitting on the side of his bed thinking things over. Because obviously he had his ideas for who should come with, but he doesn't want to shoot Harkos down either. But he doesn't want Phil to get murdered. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, as long as any enemies Phil comes up against aren't dickholes who light his weapon on fire. Um... I mean, maybe maybe Phil could have a, a better shot at a fight. No big deal. So this is this is what I'm going to say, and this is this is all I will say is I'm not going to tell you specifically what build I'm planning for him, but he is not. He he is built more off tank support than he is anything. I uh, so you know some of his value may not be seen. On a in a one versus one, well, and, and and that's fine. But Trevor would know this. <laughs> and, no, and I'm I'm telling you guys so that you can make informed decisions. I, uh, on top of that, you did have to burn two fairly powerful spells to take him down. I mean, powerful for I, your level. I didn't really have to burn my. But if you, had, I mean, if you had gone pure melee with him, he would have matched you pretty well, blow for blow. Uh, but you cheater (laughs) so and i mean a lot of uh, most (laughs) pcs if you burned those kind of spells (laughs) on them you would take you would burn them down pretty quick i i I burnt heat metal to be a dick (laughs) (laughs) i burnt burnt spirit weapon because i wasn't sure of what was going to happen but i didn't need spirit weapon at all yeah that's what you think so that that's all I wanted to say about that because I don't want it to seem like Phil would you know just be useless. Uh, well, but- and see, Trevor's thought process behind it is more along the lines of him and Harkos are like frontline fighters. We don't need a third person up in front, you know, when we could have something either helping us from the back or crowd controlling or. Something like that. I mean, you 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 say this just to play devil's advocate in this situation. You say we don't need someone who's up in front, and then you literally went on a up in front versus up in front fight with a person. Not that we planned to do anything else, but how you, how is someone supposed to showcase their I'm a good background teammate when it's a one v one? Oh, I I know. I that's that's I'm I'm not saying it was an optimal setup. I'm saying that <laughs> the the test was I mean it was kind of needed because you haven't seen you haven't seen Phil since literally the first day right that you've been there and he has grown since then. So I think that it, I mean it's not it's not perfectly fair but it's as fair as you can get. Hey, I so Harkos, what uh, you seemed like you were saying that you were wanting to do something. Yep. 
Uh, I'm going to sit down in my room in my nest and I'm going to start thinking about like the team thing and then like to myself just go I I just uh, <sighs> okay I need to get my mind on something else and I'm going to dump out the eggshell crap and the scale stuff and I'm going to stare at it for a second go all right. Don't make it harder than it has to be. And I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck with it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, an intelligence check for me. So roll a twenty, and then just add your intelligence. Okay. So you said intelligence. Yes. Um. Um. I got a seventeen. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh. Okay. So you're messing around with the. Uh, with the stuff and it comes it, it becomes clear to you that that you your 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 one plus one isn't coming to two yet and so the scales are kind of the part that you're not sure about yet so you're fiddling with the egg pieces okay uh and eventually you find two that look like they should be together and you put them next to each other and you hear a snap and then they seal together Oh, um, uh, okay. But altogether, you're able to find off of that first one. So you're able to find like seven other pieces that kind of click together that same way and start to form the base of an egg. Okay. That the size of the egg would be like if you hold your hand out, like from your from your your fingertip down to like the beginning of your wrist. That's about the size that the bottom of the egg is. It's a pretty good size egg. It's like an ostrich egg kind of size. Damn. Okay. Uh, but as you're you're kind of it's kind of wearing you out. Like you're you're having to examine these pieces, and it's like trying to do an all white puzzle. You know. Yeah. That it's it's but you you feel like you've made some pretty decent progress. I I do. You're right. Um, so when I get to the point of like, basically just exhausting, like I, I'm looking at a piece, putting it down and then picking it back up, thinking it's a different one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I swear all these sides look the same. Um, I'm going to take a moment, look at the, the base that I have put together and, uh, again, just alone to myself. I'm not sure if I'm ready to deal with this answer. Um, but we'll, we'll keep going another time. I'm, I'm quite tired. And then I'll put it all back in the, in the bag. I'll put the, the snap together bits and the other bits in, and then the, um, the scales in their bag and put that all back in my stuff and then go to sleep. Uh, the, uh, the parts that have fused together actually feel remarkably sturdy. Like it Good. doesn't feel like it's, you know, you put it into your bag and it's just going to shatter again. That it's, it feels fused. Like it's not going to just crumble apart. So uh, I'd, I'll, I'll say that he goes to like gingerly pick that up and then he notices that and he's like, yeah, that's not weird. <laughs> like a lot sturdier than you'd expect for, for the weight and the size 
Yeah. Or it being an egg, you know? (laughs) Uh, So you get everything put away and uh, you go into a taquito coma. Mm. Uh, uh, Trevor, anything else that you're you're wanting to do before bed? Not really. I like I said, he's probably just thinking it over what to do. One of those like sitting there thinking of things and then laying down trying to go to sleep, but it's too early, so then he sits back up and thinks on things. Yeah. <laughs> kind of back and forth moments. Okay. Uh, I would say that the both of you are probably having pretty fitful sleep. Uh, that it's uh, after the rush of the last few days, uh, it it feels like you should just be conked out and done, but you're tossing and turning a lot uh, in your your bed slash nests respectively. Yep, yep. Uh, but dawn breaks and uh, you wake up fully rested. I'm gonna head over to Harcos's room. Okay. Uh, do you knock? Oh yeah. All right, Harcos, you hear a knock. Oh, um, hold on, I'm putting on my robe. It's it's just me, Hakos. Still gonna put on my robe. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, yes. I, I did not mean not to put on your robe. I was just. Oh boy. <laughs> maybe maybe we should leave you here, Trevor. <laughs> no. I'm okay. I'm coming. And Trevor, uh, you're just gonna hear the one like lock get undone, and Harkos is gonna open the door. Oh, well, that was never mind. Um, what? It was less locks than normal. Hmm. I got more comfortable here, I suppose. Huh. Um. If I don't maybe we should go eat breakfast. I was going to say, did you did you come wake me up to say half sentences to me, or can can we eat something? I'm I'm very hungry. Yeah, me, me too. It's okay. yes. <laughs> uh, so you head downstairs. Uh, there's uh, not as much activity as you've been used to uh, from your previous mornings here. Uh, seems like a decent chunk of uh, of the folks have have moved on after the mine was declared clear. Uh, so the, the folks that were, you know, the, you know, uh, soldiers of fortune and that kind of stuff have moved on, uh, you know, that they were just there for the gold. You got a handful of people that are, you know, sticking around because they've didn't have anywhere else to go. And this is where they landed. Uh, and those folks are still being put up at the inn and being cared for, uh, on, 
you know, the uh, under the previous contract, as it were. Uh, so there's not quite like the the spread that there was, uh, but there's still decent helpings of, you know, you've got bacon and eggs and, you know, that kind of stuff. Your your regular breakfast staples. Yeah, I'm just Harcos will just like decently load up a plate and go sit down. Same. <laughs> hey, uh Gwork will give you kind of the nod. Hello, boys. Uh and then I uh, kind of get back into her regular flurry of activity. Morning. Morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh food's food's still pretty decent. You know, it's okay. It's it's not incredible but you know but, you, you get the feeling that breakfast is not really her thing trevor's uh, trevor's got a plate of food but he's kind of just staring at it okay so harcos you you, <laughs> you get the idea that that breakfast is not really her thing uh she does much better with with dinner type stuff than than the breakfast so I'm going to quickly, I want to roll to see if Harkos, um, I'm going to roll perception to see if Harkos uh, stops paying attention to his food long enough to see that Trevor isn't eating, essentially. Uh, no, I got a five. So <laughs> I was going to ask Ken, I'd be like, is this number high enough? Five, it does not. Five's not good. It's a five total? The five total. No, no, you're. Oh wow, you're you're beak deep in in bacon and eggs. Bacon and eggs. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I went heavy on the bacon today. So <laughs> rubber eggs and bacon. <laughs> Sorry, no heartfelt conversation from Harcos, Trevor. Um, Harcos, I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I um, I gotta be honest. I, I I think I'm still eating as if we're about to disappear into the mines again. Well, it's may not be the mines, but who knows what we're getting into. Um, always with the pep talks, Trevor. Thank you so okay. much. <laughs> Did you um can I Yes Would you be willing to take Cassie's dad with us? What? It's just a question. I mean would in in your in your head if he came up to you right now and asked you to allow him to come with would you would you allow him no and but we still want to take phil phil wasn't dead in the mines 2 days ago glenn was glenn has been Presumed you're, dead for a while, and and you remember how upset Cassie was, yes, yes. So if Phil happens to have something, I, I 
Hopefully well, not. But if he yeah. happens to have something bad happen to him, can you imagine if his child is the same way? The the, the thing is, though, Trevor, I, I I understand where you're coming from, but Phil and his family made the choice and knew the risks of or Phil and his family. Glenn and his family um, made the choice and knew the risks of him working in in the mines. And they they made that choice themselves. They didn't not choose it because it could be dangerous. They needed a living, and Glenn felt that he could handle it. And then they went with that path, and bad things happened, and and we fixed them. The the difference your your correlations are are right, but they're they're in the wrong light. I mean, if if Glenn were to ask me right now, he's he's still healing. He's still very damaged. I I would never want him to to go with us in in the state that he's in. But as I told. Melia and Jorik the other day, if if he chooses to go back into the mines, that that is his choice, and I I don't I don't like it. I I don't ever want to see Esma or, or young Cassie as sad as they were. And Cassie was so bright, and you could still sense something there. But Glenn's choices are, are not mine to make. I The most I could wish is that Melee and Jorik force him to, to wait until he's better, which I'm sure he would do on his own, but if you, if he feels the drive to go back, I, I don't want him to go back too soon. You you are right, and if he chooses to go back into the mines, you that that is his choice, but that choice does not involve us. What if what if Phil comes with and something bad happens and we can't fix it? That's on us, not on just Phil. But it would be okay if something were to happen to the other people. Presumably, they don't have anyone. No one has spoken of any family or Ties. And if 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 we went your path and Selena were to lose Marcus or or vice versa, if only one of them were okay, do you do you think that would be an easy burden to bear? No, that would also not. Yeah. Perhaps we don't take anyone. The well the 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 fact I, uh, we're we're in a business now, Trevor. It seems that is is going to be wrought with a a road of hard choices, and we sadly are probably going to be the main two that have to make those choices. I can't help but feel that I mischose um in 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 some way with with phil and i i i also f- feel as if if we go out alone i 
I appreciate the the way we work together, but if, if we're being honest with ourselves, we've we've never really fought just the two of us uh, uh, against much other than than a skirmish in, in the barracks. Uh, I'm I'm not sure I I am fully confident in our ability to to handle things alone. I, I want if if we're going to entertain the the thought of, of Phil, I I want it to be his his choice. If if we're okay with it, I want it to be his choice to go with. The the, the main reason I lean more towards him and I, I mulled this over uh, a, a bit last night. I did not sleep very well, but I I find the others to be better suited to to deal with whatever comes here, and we still don't have a full spectrum on Phil, I feel, but uh, if if something bad were to happen here and something happened to Phil, I, I would feel just as responsible. At least if he's with us, we can we can watch out for him. <sighs> oh. um, if if it is his choice, I I, su- I suppose I. We, I mean, we it's, we still have the the whole day ahead of us. So if if you'd like to talk to anyone else today, I I am more than willing. I I I just think that it's it's not. I based on the past couple of experiences, I don't think it's fair for us to make this choice for him this time. We should talk to Phil first and see what he says. And- and then we can go from there. I, I, yeah, I figured nothing would be easy at this point, but it seems to be proving much more challenging than I originally assumed. I agree. All right. Uh, so, do you want to go and talk to Phil? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know that uh, Phil typically pulls a graveyard shift. Uh, so, he is uh, probably kind of getting uh, getting off of his shift and, and uh, getting finished up at the barracks. To so, the barracks. Uh, so you head to the barracks, you see him, uh, as you're approaching, you actually see him leaving, uh, without his armor or anything, he's heading back towards the inn. Um, Phil? Oh, hi. Hi, guys. Uh, uh, sorry, I just, uh, you know, just got off of my, my guard shift at the mine, so, yeah. Little on the, little on the tired side, but, uh, what's up? 
We <laughs> I told you, 33 is going to be a bitch. Um, we talked a lot this morning over breakfast. Um, we we want we want to know what what do you want to do if 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 the choice is in, entirely yours what 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 would be your um decision well that's kind of hard to say i was thinking about this last night during my shift uh things have obviously been a little calm so my my mind has been wandering a little bit uh it depends on what you would ask if you asked me to come with you i'd come if you chose to take somebody else with you my time here is done i think and I would go home. But I I don't want to leave if I can still help. Um well we appreciate the insight. Um we should let you get your rest and and we will um, definitely. Come with us. Jo- jo- join, join us. Tr- truly, you, you want me to come with you? Yeah, what he said. I. You make me. Make us a promise here and now that if even if the situation is dire, if you can save yourself, you will. Well, I don't think that that's fair because if I were to just save myself but there's a possibility of me being able to save you, why would I not? Spoken like a real (laughs) B-teamer. It's not fucking wrong. No, not wrong. Then you promise me that we won't have to tell your family any bad news. I don't think that I can make that promise either. I think you can make that promise. (laughs) Because I will make the promise that I will do everything in my power to make sure that we do not have to tell your family any bad news. I... I can't make that promise. I'm not ignorant. I may not be... I may not be as smart as some other people out there, but I also know that if if a sword hits my neck, that I'm going to die. 
Oh, that's easy. Don't let it happen. There's there's a lot of things that have happened here that I'm sure that people would have said, well, just don't let that happen, but you can't change it. I The only thing that I can promise is that I will do my best to make sure that I kill the other guy before he can kill me. And that I, I will, like this. I will stay as safe as I can, and I will keep the two of you as safe as I can as well. Good. So you will the same join us. us? Yes. I will join you. And I think that is going to be a good place to call that one. <laughs> I don't even have to say it. I said it last episode. I don't know. I don't see how that that's a really bad cliffhanger, though, because, I mean, he said yes, and I, the next step is you guys leaving. It was the cliffhanger. <sighs> I'm so stressed right now. <laughs> <laughs> I second that notion. Gah. Man, I was going to give Brad the benefit of, like, we'll talk to you tonight when you get up for your shift. Like, we'll, we'll come have talky talks. Meanwhile, we'll go talk to everybody else and let Brad have his talks, like, next episode or whatever. And Brad's just like, nah, fuck all of this. Just <laughs> same situation as, I'm ready to be done talking to you now, Resiegel, and no, then just fucking nips that, that shit in the ass. not the same situation. Uh, he all right. feels the same. Let, let's, say, <laughs> let's save it for under the trench coat. Uh, <laughs> so thank you all very much for joining us at our table. I... Uh, if you enjoy what you're listening to, we have some ways that you can give us your support. Uh, first is uh, if you would do us the honor of becoming our patrons on Patreon. We will be good little warlocks and provide you gifts based on your patronage. Uh, the other option, if you're not a Patreon person, is that you can use Ko-Fi uh, to buy us a coffee. Uh you can search for Rolling on the Geek on either of those platforms and help us out to keep on bringing quality content. Brad, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? You can subscribe to us on our website at ritgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek or on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. If you want to talk to three tired guys who laugh at anything, feel free to tag <laughs> us at Rolling in the Geek. That's R-O-L-L-I-N-T-H-E-G-E-E-K. Thank you very much, Brad, for making me feel like I'm being attacked. Uh, <laughs> I Never have I been so offended by something I 100% agree with. Uh, Nick, this yeah. week, you are the sound druid of spores. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging deep. Uh, you... Watch patiently through the entirety of our audio recording recordings for the natural decay that can happen with three guys who get tired and laugh at anything. <laughs> can you <It's> please? <laughs> 
can you please uh give us something fun guy to go out on oh, oh my Jesus. god <laughs> we're done we're that. done cancel the podcast that's it no more oh Jesus no more <laughs> we didn't sign up for this shit Oh, I suppose if I mushroom follow that. <laughs> I mean, Ken took the good one. I had to stretch. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for... It's a bunch for, of shit <laughs> Get out of here. This is my bit. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> you stay in your part of the show. Um, thank you, Brett, everybody, so much. Brett is disconnected. <laughs> what? <laughs> Weird, it's like he's been banned from our uh, channel. <laughs> um, big thank you to everybody for being out here. Uh, as Ken mentioned a little bit ago, if you want to hear us uh, berate each other for choices we <laughs> do and don't make, um, check us out on Patreon for our uh, post-episode episodes under the trench coat. Uh, quick 15, 20, 30 minutes-ish stuff of us uh, rehashing the episode and talking about stuff, so it's pretty cool. Um, I think this one's going to be kind of intense. The, uh, the it's, after it's, talks. It's going to be a bit intense, yeah. Um, oh boy. <laughs> so it's a hootie who from Nick and Harkos <laughs> in episode 33 as we try to maintain ourselves sensibly. Um, and can't wait to see what possibly there could be more in episode 34. I was gonna say in store, but I think I've used that on a four before, so I wanted to change it. And then I stumbled around and said weird things. Um, <laughs> this week uh, I went back to tried and true just D&D stuff, but this one is not, it's it's I guess it's kind of based about Harkos, but it's more about just monks in general. Um, so that's fun. Haven't done something like that yet. So without further ado, here is the lovely parody for episode 33. <clears throat> they told me, don't you ever fight around here. Don't want to see your fa <laughs> fists up in the air. Yes. The fire in your eyes needs to not be there. So monk it. Just monk it. <laughs> That's you better awesome. train, you better calm your mind. Don't want to hear complaints, keep them deep inside. You want to be with us, better follow the rules, so monk it. But you keep resisting, just monk it, monk it, <laughs> monk it, monk it. No one wants you to fight. Keep yourself level and ready to fight, but only defensively. Just monk it, monk it, monk it, just monk it, monk it, monk it, just monk it, monk it, monk it. <laughs> Have you done a Jackson yet? No, I hadn't. Okay. That's which, awesome. which is ironic because Brad uh, mentioned a Jackson last episode, <laughs> which in the behind the curtain, um, uh, we recorded last episode and this episode in a block. And I had already written that song before he ever mentioned Jackson, which I thought was really creepy. So <laughs> fun. Stopping. Stop it. Flabba, flabba diva.
Please, your royal vinage. I, I had no idea that this would, uh, this would rile the people so. No, please, no more. I, I did not know that it would have such an effect. I'm out of angry sounds. <laughs> I love you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.